Hello again and welcome back to the External Traffic for Amazon Sellers podcast. Today I'm going to talk to you about the three pillars of profitability, a concept coined by none other than Ezra Firestone. Ezra is a highly successful online entrepreneur and brand owner. If you don't know of him or his brands, check him out at smartmarketer.com and take a look at his brand, Boom by Cindy Joseph. Ezra, for me, represents innovation and action, basically, in the e-commerce world. He's an implementer, not just a talker, which is unusual for the space. He takes huge leaps over the competition and is at the cutting edge in all aspects of his e-commerce business, in my opinion. I take huge inspiration from him, his uh, his approach to business and his team, and he's the example uh, that me and my team follow when it comes to innovation and taking action on that innovation. So anyway, enough gushing over Ezra. I'm going to cover today what are Ezra's three pillars of profitability, why are they relevant but also challenging for Amazon sellers, and what can Amazon sellers therefore take from this, if anything. So yeah, let's dive straight into the, uh, to the meat of the episode then. Uh, what are Ezra's three pillars of profitability? So pillar number one, we'll jump straight in with that one, is awareness. Essentially, this is classic interruption marketing, as uh, as Seth Godin would would put it in his book, Permission Marketing. Let me just think of an example. Let's say uh, it's like using a lookalike audience or a defined audience on Facebook when creating a Facebook ad campaign. Essentially, you're saying, I want to show my ad to people who approximately fit these sorts of criteria. So so you're kind of narrowing it down, but ultimately... You're just trying to stick ads in front of people who haven't necessarily put their hand up to say, I want to see more information about this company or about this brand or product. This ultimately, as a pillar in the three pillars of profitability, is a loss-making pillar. Funny enough, being called a pillars of profitability, this is actually a loss-making pillar. That being said, if you've got this pillar really dialed in and you've you've got some good campaigns and, and some, some longevity on it, then you might be able to get this down to a kind of break-even campaign. That being said, you need plenty of profit in your product to achieve that. So that isn't common necessarily for many Amazon sellers out there. More common for store owners, such as Shopify store owners or WooCommerce store owners. So that's the awareness pillar. It's all about basically getting people into the funnel into the top of the funnel, getting people to uh, recognize themselves as being people who uh, are interested in your product. This is like a qualification criteria, if you like. So these people see an ad on Facebook, they might scroll on past it. Those people aren't your people. Those people who click on your ad on Facebook, bang, they are the people who you then go on and take through pillar two because those people are inevitably being taken to your online store or or your product listing or your website on Amazon or off Amazon and those people have, have shown an interest. So because they've shown an interest, that's essentially when we get into pillar two, which is remarketing. You might see the parallels here with retargeting, very much the approach here, where those people who've put up their hands, or not necessarily uh, fully put up their hands, maybe they've been pixeled, so they've hit a, a website page that's particularly high buying intent, for instance, and bang, you've pixeled them to say, right, these people have visited the product page on my website, therefore I'm going to go and retarget them with some middle and lower funnel Uh, type of ads uh, more buy now style types of ads this could also be things like abandoned cart sequences for people who've not necessarily purchased on your website but they've started to go through the qualification criteria maybe they've given you an email address maybe they have just pixeled you know things like that and so you can then go and retarget them uh, across multiple channels i'm not just talking about facebook here but ultimately retargeting could be in the form of email also 
And these people have viewed a video, viewed a page, clicked through an ad, these types of things. This is typically a profit-making set of campaigns. Not your most profitable, but it should be profitable. You're spending ad money on qualified leads. So your conversion rate should definitely be higher than your awareness campaign where you're blanket kind of throwing that ad out and hoping that you're going to catch some some fish along the way so this is the first profitable pillar of your three pillars of profitability and relies heavily on the awareness pillar for its leads so without the awareness pillar pillar two remarketing cannot exist so this is why this is a concept that lives and works together and why the three pillars of profitability are all reliant on each other So on to the third pillar then. The third pillar is loyalty. This is where you've got the highest level of permission from the customer. Again, as Seth Godin put it in permission marketing, you've really managed to create high levels of permission and you've got to now manage that permission and be careful with it, not to abuse it. So this could be uh, follow-up sequences after a purchase to see whether they bought X but not Y. And therefore, you want to encourage them to buy Y as well because it turns out that many people who buy x on your website or x from you also find it useful to buy y therefore why not promote the two if that's a common correlation that you see in your data this is especially lucrative if you have a wide product range or a consumable product because equally you could see in the data that particular customers consume your product uh, once a month once every two months once a quarter and therefore you could hit them with a message, whether that's via email marketing, via ads, that targets them at the time when they're most likely to be thinking about either purchasing an alternative or repurchasing from you. And you can speed up that process and you can inter- interject and you can get that already acquired customer to convert on your site or through through Amazon. So consumer products or a wide product range are kind of the, the key points here for, for the loyalty campaign. If you've got products that are typically purchased once in a lifetime, this is where the loyalty kind of starts to, to kind of break down a little bit. And you need to be a bit more innovative again about how you use the loyalty campaign and how you utilize that permission that you've got from the customer. And we've got a few ideas on how you can do that in some of our strategy work that we do. But ultimately, that was how the three pillars was initially explained, and I've understood it in the way that Ezra explains it online. But yeah, this is by far the most profitable campaign. Not only are these people qualified leads, but you know their history, and you've got the data, and you can customize your actions based on that specific data. And you've got a full customer profile. It's not like you've just got scraps of data that you've got to play with. You've got a full customer profile. Now, and when I'm saying full customer profile, I'm typically saying when you're running your own online store, that that data is very transparent and clear to you. Which then brings me on to what, why on earth is this... A relevant strategy, but also challenging for Amazon sellers. You might well have already realized from my description that the three pillars concept was conceived on the basis of having your own online store. Having a Shopify store, actually, it, and that's what, what Ezra kind of professes as being uh, one of the leading strategies. We have a few other ideas on what platforms can be utilized, particularly when getting started. But ultimately, three pillars of profitability is talking about online stores in general. It's not just applicable to Shopify. But yeah, getting out of the awareness pillar for Amazon sellers isn't straightforward. You haven't got transparent data. You don't know who your customers are, really. You don't know what behaviors they're taking. And even if you've got their email address, you don't know how they got to being a customer of yours. So you could have a warranty card, for instance, that you get them to enter their email on your website. You've captured their email. Great. But what enticed that customer to purchase in the first place? Did they go through various abandoned cart sequences? And if it is a consumable product, 
how do you know when they're next going to be requiring it? You don't know when they next visited Amazon and purchased that from you. You'd have to do a lot of data extraction to understand the frequency of purchase specifically for each customer. And that gets very difficult and cumbersome and just doesn't feel like an automatable strategy that really scales and expands with your business. And that's ultimately what we're aiming for here because you'll kill the profitability of the profitable pillars with over expensive labor as well. So getting out of the awareness pillar is really difficult for Amazon sellers. If you remember, the awareness pillar was the least profitable, uh, i.e. loss-making or break-even pillar of the three pillars of profitability. They all rely on each other and they all rely on awareness funneling people through. But actually, you go and make the killing. You make your money in pillars two and three. So Amazon sellers were stuck, right? You don't have a lot of data to go on. You might be able to pixel someone visiting your Amazon listing, but you won't know if they've purchased So why retarget them? You can run some retargeting ads, but have they already bought? Have they bought a competitor's product? You don't know what the behavior looks like. A similar thing happens with the loyalty pillar. You may be able to get the customer to enter the email on the warranty, as I said, but ultimately you haven't got much data on them, nor do you understand the journey they went on. Those are the main issues, really, with pillars two and three. So campaigns you set up will largely be stabbing in the dark in comparison with what you can do if you have your own store. We're confined to the awareness pillar and low profitability style campaigns maybe in the remarketing pillar because you can pixel people when they click a link to go through to your Amazon listing or visit a page on your website which then redirects them to, to Amazon listing and you could retarget them but again this isn't the high profitability type of remarketing the higher profitability type of remarketing like abandoned cart sequences and sequences that progressively give an increasing discount to win the customer back based on when they last visited your website you know, have they visited today have they visited every day for the last week these types of behaviors you just have no visibility of you have the piece of data that tells you they've visited your listing but that's it so you need all three pillars working together to be truly profitable using paid advertising like facebook ads to funnel the traffic into the system whilst not being able to access the most profitable pillars is pretty much a surefire way for Amazon sellers to just burn cash. And I see a lot of people out there doing this, using the awareness pillar to sell product at a huge discount to generate the sales velocity. And people might say that that's an outdated strategy, but there are people out there doing that right now. There are a lot of people out there doing that right now. And that's just become the de facto standard that we run things at a deep discount or we do rebates in the current sort of trend of way things are going. Regardless, the point is that we're trying to stimulate sales velocity through incentivized discounts and pulling that traffic in from really blanket types of campaigns. Okay, some people might be running more retargeting or lookalike audience or might have their audiences more dialed in, but fundamentally that awareness campaign is never going to be anywhere near as profitable as a remarketing campaign or a loyalty campaign. So what can Amazon sellers actually take from all of this? Do nothing. (laughs) That could be one thing. You could look at this and decide, you know what, none of this is implementable and try other marketing concepts altogether. That isn't actually a bad idea, and I'd actually call you smart for recognizing a failed experiment before you even tried it. That is pretty damn smart as far as I'm concerned. Or you can go the other way and think laterally. The three pillars concept actually as described by Ezra Firestone is largely about paid advertising. Pretty much exclusively about paid advertising, in fact. If, however, you could tune the system with a lower cost traffic source, especially for the awareness pillar, this could help redeem the strategy by also making the awareness pillar a profitable endeavor. 
Now, that sounds like a big ask. I'm saying it's going to be loss-making, maybe break-even if you've really got it dialed in and there's plenty of profit in your product. But if your traffic source is a tenth of the price of those using Facebook ads, then, hey, you can spend the same budget and get 10 times as much traffic. And if you're getting 10 times as much traffic and you've got 10 times the volume of conversions, hey, all of a sudden, this is a different game. This is a game-changer altogether. Profit is profit at the end of the day. And even if it is a small amount of profit that you can make in that awareness pillar, and maybe even in pillar two or pillar three, then it's worth going after. Now, that's the other kind of uh, angle I'd come at this from. So if you can make awareness pillar profitable and then look at maybe suboptimal campaigns in pillar two and three that are still profitable but not massively profitable, this system could still be used to drive profitable sales on Amazon as opposed to the old system where it's chuck loads of money at Facebook ads, get that awareness pillar really firing but lose a lot of money. Like I say, profit's profit. If you can make the three pillars of profitability profitable for you using lower cost traffic sources, then hey, this is worth thinking about. So to give you an idea of some low cost traffic sources, how about organic traffic driven from your own website to Amazon? So you go and rank yourself in Google, you go and drive that traffic straight to Amazon. That's a low cost traffic source. You might turn around and say, hey, ranking on Google is, is, is really expensive. Yes, but you need to know how to do it at a low cost basis. And there are plenty of other business models out there that rely on low-cost organic traffic from the likes of Google to then make very small commissions on that traffic, even in the case of driving that traffic to Amazon. Amazon Affiliate Program, for instance, that's what a lot of affiliate sites are set up to do. They don't run any paid advertising. They purely run organic traffic. And they've got that system nailed and then they make a very slim commission off the back of recommending those products out there into the world to be purchased on Amazon. So, hey, that's got to be a low cost traffic source because that business model wouldn't be able to exist without it. Well, what about low-cost retargeting display ads? So using some of the latent capacity in the Google ad network, for instance, for people who've visited high-buying intent pages. So they visited a product description page where you've got a whole kind of description and images of your product. Maybe they visited it a few times. You want to retarget them. You want to put an ad in front of them that now says, hey, come back to the site, come and purchase, or go straight to Amazon and purchase. So these people are people who've put their hands up, in essence, by allowing themselves to be pixeled. You can even go that one step further and do it with the email opt-in. Get the email opt-in and then follow up with the email and retarget those people. Right, okay, so you visited the website, you want to know more. Let's get that out there. So these traffic sources are lower cost. Admittedly, I've just said, hey, use another paid advertising source. But the display ad network is really quite cheap. And if you're only targeting people who've specifically visited your high buying intent pages on your website, you're not going to be targeting the whole world. You're going to be targeting a very specific number of people. And these are your most qualified leads. So these are going to give you your best click-through rate. They're going to give you the best conversion rate when it comes to your sales. And then... Of course, not forgetting Pinterest traffic. And Pinterest traffic is such a hidden source right now. Again, the Amazon affiliates have been nailing this for ages. And I employ you to go and read Spencer Hawes' niche site project four, I believe it is, uh, and what he did with Pinterest for his latest website. I believe Pinterest was generating a third of his traffic, which was just tremendous. So again, no paid ads. <laughs> he wasn't running a single paid ad. He was just creating content and amplifying it on Pinterest. So yeah, the three pillars doesn't need to be rebuilt for Amazon sellers as far as I'm concerned. Instead, we kind of need to think about it and, and how we can deploy this strategy, but in a smarter way than the rest of the world. 
of course, the fact that being an Amazon seller prevents you from utilizing the three-pillar strategy might be enough to make you think about building your own store so you can take advantage of the three pillars as they were originally conceived by Ezra. But you need to start somewhere. And maybe the best way to learn the ropes, if you like, of this three-pillar strategy is to do this stuff whilst still on Amazon. Meaning you're not just match fit if and when you decide to switch on the cart functionality on your website. Because, of course, you can have a website that doesn't actually have a shopping cart on it. You could have a website that literally just advertises your product and then pushes people through to Amazon. That's a great strategy. That's a strategy that we actually advise. But, yeah, you're not just match fit about understanding how this three pillars stuff works. You've actually got yourself inbuilt low-cost traffic flowing through your store already on day one. So when you switch on that cart functionality, wait, you're away. You've got that organic traffic flowing through, and you can just redirect those people to you as opposed to Amazon. And that, that might be way down the line, or that might not even be on your horizon. You might be purely committed to Amazon. But, hey, the point is... You've got the option. The power is back in your hands, not in Amazon's. So you'll already have one up on the other forward-thinking store owners. The, the forward-thinking store owners are already implementing the three pillars effectively. But you'll be fueling your three-pillar strategy with lower-cost traffic. They'll be fueling theirs with paid ad after paid ad after paid ad after paid ad. Absolutely so scared about switching off those campaigns because the moment they switch off those campaigns, their traffic disappears. Organic traffic, that's not how it works. It keeps coming. It keeps coming. It's cumulative. So, man, have you got some potential here for, for really turning this three-pillar strategy into something that's so much bigger? Today, I've covered off Ezra Firestone's three pillars of profitability, how they're relevant to Amazon sellers, but ultimately still very challenging. I uh, hopefully also left you with some ideas how you can implement some of the three-pillar strategy in your own business when selling on Amazon. Keeping your traffic costs low is going to be a huge competitive advantage on and off Amazon. And in fact, do you know what? It already is. So without further ado, thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time on the External Traffic for Amazon Sellers podcast. My name is Ashley Pierce and you can visit us at futurestatemedia.com.